0: It's the real estate podcast brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well beings.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the real estate breakfast, available, of course, every morning on iHeart Radio, Spotify, and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. Don't know about you, but the weekend went way too quickly. Monday morning, the ninth day of October. I hope your weekend was a good one. Back. Into a fresh week, and Tina and Burley on the Gold Coast, thank you for your email. Glad to hear that you're enjoying the content of the real estate podcast, and your area has certainly gone through a big price growth phase. And talking of prices, Domain last week had an interesting article reporting that some Melbourne suburbs have witnessed a decline in median property prices over the past five years. Smaller apartments in inner-city areas have experienced the most significant declines, they say, since 2018. The largest drops in median unit prices, in fact, occurred In Carlton, minus 24.3%. The CBD went backwards. -22.5 and West Footscray minus -18% house prices saw notable declines in Clayton they were down minus -13.5% in Box Hill minus -10.5% and joining us this morning from Melbourne is Daniel Koutsamanis a mortgage broker from BLVD Finance and good morning Daniel Welcome to the Real Estate Breakfast. Great to have you here.
2: Yeah, good morning, Craig. Pleasure to be here.
1: So you've got clients who are selling apartments to upgrade and they're finding that they are either losing some money or receiving offers around the, the same price point that they initially bought their apartments for.
2: Yeah, that's right, Craig. So look, we've got a, a certain segment of clients that have, have had a, an apartment or a unit for a period of time. They've bought it a few years ago. And, and now they're obviously looking at that next step um, with either investing further or, or buying another property to live in. And they're finding that, yeah, the value is there or thereabouts what they paid or, or slightly less.
1: Yeah, it's always got to hurt. That is for sure. And growing competition, of course, for entry-level properties. First-time buyers, with regard to their mortgage pre-approvals, they're extending, they're having to extend that as, I guess, like a lot of people, they're repeatedly just missing out on more affordable properties. Yeah,
2: that's right. Look, I think buyers are certainly more educated um, these days. So, you know, when you when you speak to a first home buyer, they're well-researched and versed on, on what they're looking for and, and what's a, a good purchase and what's a not so good purchase. So, um, they seem to be in the same, you know, everyone seems to be doing a, a similar thing and looking at a similar property within specific price points. So, that's obviously um, spurring a bit of competition there, which is obviously thus, you know, causing some clients to, to miss out. And we're having to Obviously increase the, the period of their pre approvals.
1: And what about the, the clients who were previously moving further away from the the city to build houses? Are uh, they now showing a reduced interest in doing that with many focused on acquiring units and townhouses within the inner city? So they definitely move back. They just can't seem to find what they want
2: absolutely and i think that's obviously a factor in you know what we just touched on then around clients seeing to extend their pre-approvals Look, there was definitely especially during COVID, with all the government stimulus there was a a big rush for for land and and to find a builder and build uh to obviously meet the the home builder eligibilities and the first home guarantee scheme that, that was rolled out as well so as you probably know everyone knows especially in melbourne there's a lot of uncertainty around building at the moment and bill costs are. Uh, very unpredictable. So that's definitely brought a lot of people back towards buying existing property.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, stay right there, Daniel. We'll come back. We'll talk more about what's happening in Melbourne right after this.
0: Each week, we bring you in-depth real estate discussions, including inspiring stories from homeowners, knowledgeable real estate professionals and economists. Whether you're a buyer, seller, or just a real estate enthusiast, we are your ultimate property podcast.
1: And staying in Melbourne, this time we are going to John Charteris with another 30-second property tip. And good morning, John. What is your piece of advice this morning? Morning, Craig. I find that young people hiding behind their computer trying to determine values of property. My tip, and I say this to a lot of young people that come to get my advice, is to get out there on a Saturday. Go to as many opens and auctions as you can and try to determine why a property is bringing the price it is. Yes, you cannot beat getting away from the computer and into the real world. You can't substitute good-on-the-ground due diligence. And thank you for that little gold nugget. And just when we thought it couldn't possibly get any worse with the instability in the Ukraine, Israel has declared itself in a state of war yesterday with Hamas. Terrible news initiating airstrikes on Gaza causing hundreds of casualties and around fifteen hundred injured. The Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed retaliation against Hamas. I tell you what, we're not going to forget 2023, are we, anytime soon? Changing tact, if you're celebrating your birthday for today, Monday, the 9th of October, happy birthday to you, despite what's going on. Alicia Silverstone, she is sharing it with you, turning 46. Christopher Waltz, the actor, is turning 67. Dakota Johnson is 33. And Liev Schreiber is also celebrating a birthday. He is turning 56 today.
0: Let's fuel your passion for property together. Join us along with our industry experts to help inspire and inform your next real estate decision. It's the main centre forecast.
1: And around the country, let's check on the weather word. First, we go to Melbourne and expecting a mainly fine day, your high 17. In Sydney, should be also a mainly dry and fine one with 24. Brisbane, sunny skies, little bit of cloud cover with 25. And in Perth today, expecting 27 as your forecast high.
0: Ready to take your real estate knowledge to the next level? So are we.
1: And it is a Monday morning. We're talking about some Melbourne suburbs this morning have witnessed a decline in median property prices over the past five years. Factors contributing to unit price declines include flammable cladding issues, COVID 19's impact, of course, on buyer preferences for larger properties, which we touched on, oversupply, and the completion of new apartment builds. Back with us is Daniel Kutzmanis, a mortgage broker. And Daniel, just touching on the flammable cladding uh, issues, how big of a worry has that been? Well, that's the first thing that we're looking for in contracts of sales. For
2: any clients looking at um, buying a unit or apartment, that is the first thing we're getting them to check. Well, we're, we're checking ourselves, obviously, but we're, we're getting their conveyance at a check with a fine-tooth clone because it's uh, everywhere you're looking, there's, um, there's, some, well, there's a lot of cladding issues there at the moment.
1: And in terms of taxes for in- investors, how are you going with your clientele around this? Because they've taken a little bit of a, a hit.
2: Yeah, look, it's just not, you know, it's it's not appealing anymore or beneficial. The latest Victorian government policies that have been rolled out, it's it's getting less and less appealing to to invest. And I think a lot of mums and dads, you know, were were invested in, in these units and apartments. Some of them are feeling as if they're better off cashing out and, and putting their money elsewhere. You know, some clients were doing Airbnb, especially in the city. Uh, and obviously, the Labor government's rolled out that Airbnb tax as well. So, Yeah, it's obviously becoming less and less appealing for investors to be in those types of properties at the moment.
1: I see that uh, certain types of units, such as smaller apartments and student accommodations, now they've taken a bit of a hit hardest in terms of price declines. It's got to hurt. Some of these units have recently sold for tens of thousands of dollars less than their original sale price. And uh, no doubt you've got some clients that are entangled in all of that losing money.
2: It's definitely a big talking point at the moment for those clients that are um, in those types of properties. Look, it is a demand and supply. There seems to be a lot more supply on the market for these types, and you know, as I touched on before, first home buyers are becoming more educated. They're they're wanting bigger space, and you know, those investors that are in these types of properties, as I said before, it's you know, they're they're not as appealing as as as, as previously. So, we actually had a client about nine or ten months ago. She she was trying to you know refinance and get a better rate and fortunately we couldn't do that because the values weren't there she she'd lost a considerable amount she actually had a unit a student accommodation apartment in Flemington and one actually in Carlton so unfortunately there wasn't really much we could do aside from going back to her existing bank and 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 asking them for a lower rate we really couldn't shop around for her unfortunately due to that drop in value yeah it's 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 really not great if, if like I said if you're if you're invested in these types of securities at the moment
1: So as a mortgage broker, you know, coming back to the cladding issue, are you sort of advising older and larger apartments as opposed to maybe some of the the more modern builds at the moment? Yeah, look,
2: that that's subjective. I think you know, depending on where you know how bad the issues are with the cladding. Look, my my personal preference would be to go for more of an older style property. You know, less in the complex, just because you've got a little bit more, a little bit more say. The, the build quality is generally a little bit better <laughs> than what it was than what it is today. But you know, there's certainly complexes where that, that are obviously um, being able to put the money together to to make the necessary repairs. And, and in that case, I wouldn't be advising the client. Um, not to go ahead. So it's more about there being actually a, a plan in place to actually fix the, fix the issues. And and if those issues are too costly, you know, advising them to, to have a second thought about it.
1: We haven't got long to go, have we? Uh, Christmas is fast approaching the ninth day of October today. How are you going personally? It's been
2: good actually. We've we've had really strong inquiry the last uh, four to five weeks. So I think there's a lot of clients that are were waiting, you know, during those rate rises to just see what would happen. Uh, there was a lot of doom and gloom, but yeah, there's there's a lot of positivity. Look, we we deal with a wide range of clients. We we have you know first home buyers that come to us, along with experienced investors and high net worth clients coming to us as well. And and you know there seems to be, I think on the back of that latest rate hold, there's, there seems to be a lot more confidence, which is fantastic. The key at the moment is just finding the right property. Um, I think the last 12 months there's really been a shortage of, of, of quality. A lot of agents around the area would be saying the same thing, but the positives are a lot more is coming on the market as well. So I think we're going to have a good few months leading up to Christmas.
1: You're a Melbourne person, I can tell. You just love yes. it. Look, we love what we do. So, you know, like I said, regardless of who the clients
2: are, you know, look, I'm an ex-major banker. So, I'll, you know, that was part of the inspiration of launching BLVD Finance. You know, what we found is a lot of clients who had high net worth were getting a, a, a high level of, of service. And that was the inspiration of the business. We're, we're giving that to everyone. We don't really mind who, you know, who they are. We just want to help and you know, get them onto their, their property journey and achieve their goals, whatever, the, whatever it is they want to achieve.
1: Yeah. Well, good on you, Daniel. Thank you for taking the time out this morning to talk to us about uh, some of those issues and uh, good luck uh, for the rest of 2023. And thanks for coming on to the Real Estate Breakfast this morning. Uh, thanks, Craig. Absolute pleasure.
0: Don't navigate the real estate market alone. Let us help guide you in the world of real estate every day. Make better informed decisions with the
1: latest news and insights. And people are just hanging out, aren't they, for a rate cut? And I put that to Stephen Halmaric a couple of days ago. I asked him when he thought that that was likely to occur. Well, just uh,
2: recently, we have updated our view. and We're now expecting interest rate cuts to begin in May next year.
1: As Stephen's saying from CBA's perspective, it might be around the middle of next year. I think the commentary also is that there may be another rate increase before there's a rate cut. So there might be a bit more pain before we get some of that relief.
0: We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.